Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Real Positive Girl podcast with me, Sabrina. This is the show that's going to help you become your best self. And today we're going to talk about self sabotage. (laughs) I'm not sure why that required a song, but I definitely for sure did. And before we jump into that really quick, I want to remind you that I would love to hear from you. I'd love to have a conversation with you, get to know you over in my DMs on Instagram. I am at Sabrina Joy Perozo. And don't worry if you can't spell that, that's totally fine. Just check the show notes below. Also, you will find where you can send me an email. If you are more apt to that, that's totally fine. I check those emails all the time. And I'd love to hear from you and get to know you guys. But like I said, today we are talking about self-sabotage. We are self-sabotaging without even knowing it. Without even knowing it. There are certain things we don't do for ourselves on purpose because we don't think we have the time or the energy or believe we are worth it to do it for ourselves first. And I would definitely want to emphasize the word first because a lot of times people are like, well, I do get around to that stuff, but I'm talking about first, (laughs) talking about like before all this other stuff. And, you know, I fully subscribe to this way of thinking uh, way too often, way too often. I will admit it's like I am on purpose making my life more difficult and painful because it feels like the easier way to go in the moment and over time. Like think about how crazy that sentence sounds. Like it just seems easier right then and there to do what is worse. What is like the worst thing I, I could choose for myself. That just sounds crazy. And the, you know, and these aren't, these aren't facts, by the way. Uh, it's for sure a wrong way of thinking. And, you know, because I know I struggle with this and I know so many other people do too, I know we needed to talk about it. And I feel like uh, if you're not new here, you know that's generally how a lot of these topics and conversations come about because I'm thinking, wow, I'm really struggling with this or this is something that I'm working on or whatever. I find it a very super important topic that many people aren't speaking on or that a lot of people are speaking on. You know, it doesn't matter. But I think that it's it's something that I haven't really spoken on and I'm very excited about it because I realized how badly this was affecting my life. And I know that I'm not alone. So, you know, a lot of us engage in self-sabotage without even realizing we're doing it, you know, in, and I feel like it's a lot of things where we are damaging our mental health and our inner peace and our self-worth and everything else in our life. We don't even realize the pain and damage that we are placing on ourselves, which really super sucks. (laughs) And, you know, just to be clear, self-sabotage is the idea that you are doing things that will cause you problems in your everyday life and get in the way of achieving your goals. And so it's one thing to just like be super annoying to yourself every day and get in your own way. And, you know, we're all very uh, used to that, right? But in addition to that, also getting in the way of achieving your goals, like, you know, why? (laughs) Why do you do that to yourselves? Why do I do that to myself? Why are we doing this to ourselves? Why are we, you know, intentionally making our lives harder? It's because, like I mentioned, a lot of a lot of times we don't even realize how badly we are doing it to ourselves. And you know, two of the top ways we will self-sabotage is by procrastinating and trying to be perfect. And you know, one of these is impossible. Trying to be perfect, <laughs> that's definitely impossible. And the other is something that is generally stemmed from fear of not being perfect and failing to people please the best we can, which would be procrastinating, you know, and I definitely struggle with, you know, 
these days more so procrastinating than trying to be perfect. I definitely feel like I've gotten a lot of um, help and support in trying not to fall so deeply into my perfectionist tendencies. Um, but nevertheless, I, I still struggle with both of them, and I'm sure there's a lot, a lot of you guys out there that also do. And yeah, those are like two of the really big ones that I feel like a lot of us are very aware of. Um, but you know, and these are these are super valid ways of self-sabotage we need to address if if that is where our struggles lie, right? Like I said, those those are where some of my struggles lie for sure. But I really want to dive into a few others that we might not realize are self-sabotaging behaviors at all. Again, feeding into that, like, wow. We don't even realize the damage that we are doing to ourselves. So awareness is the ultimate key, right? You know, if we are aware of what we need to work on, what needs to get better, what needs to be toned down, we can become our best selves and continue to move on in our individual journeys the most prepared. That's the way I like to do life. I like to be the most prepared. And I know awareness isn't going to fix everything, You know, of course you need to put action behind that, but at least being aware and acknowledging what work needs to be done, you're on the right track, right? And that's the positive in that. That's, that's the good thing about that. And so again, awareness is not going to like, awareness is like not even like really a bandaid to slap on it. It's more of like, oh my gosh, that it's, it's like you're saying, Hey, that's bleeding (laughs) or Hey, that, that thing is getting infected. We need to figure this out very, very soon. And yeah, so that's kind of like, I want to make sure, I I know you're like, wait, you're all of a sudden talking about awareness now. We were talking about self-sabotage. Yes. (laughs) But in in knowing what these self-sabotage behaviors are, uh, we do need to be aware. And by being aware of these behaviors, then we can better serve ourselves and take care of ourselves. Um, But you do need to put action behind that and acknowledge the work that needs to be done. This is also another reason I wanted to talk about a few self-sabotaging behaviors we may, we may not realize are getting in our way to be our best selves because, as you know, I'm here to help us all become our best selves. So today I want to share with you five self-sabotaging behaviors that we need to become aware of in our lives, acknowledge that these things need to go, and put the work into eradicating these behaviors from our lives because that will help us to be even more super awesome than we already are. So like I said, we have five. The first one is not asking for help when you need it or you want it. And I definitely wanted to make sure that I highlighted need and want because sometimes, you know, we will have this interesting way to classify whether we will need it. And a lot of times we will put it off to the furthest optional point in our lives or you know when we want it and we and and it's easier to justify things when you need it and that's why you put it off for so long but you could also just ask for help when you want it and so by not asking for help whether you need it or you want it you are really you know putting yourself at a disservice because if you actually need the help and it would help you have a better life it would help you achieve your dreams and your goals and you know just be able to get through your day-to-day life a lot easier and better, then why not ask for it? Like, are you feeling, um, a lot of people will feel embarrassed or they'll feel shame that they actually need help when they know someone else in their similar situation doesn't need help. They're able to manage everything. 
But I want you to know, and I, I want to bring this up because I feel like it's one of the biggest reasons why people don't ask for help because they see other examples. Again, people doing the same thing, whether it's a job or taking care of kids or managing whatever responsibilities in your life, and they see someone else, whether it's in their real life or online or both, that's actually doing that well, and they don't have to, they don't, they, you don't know of them having help. And you're like, well, they do it, so that means that I need to be able to do it. And that's not true because everyone has their limitations and everyone is good at some things and not good at other things. And so maybe that person's really good at like just organizing their time and doing this, that, and the other. And maybe that's not your big strong suit, but one of your biggest strong suits is being creative and having fun and figuring out the best ways for you to get things done. Um, maybe not necessarily being able to organize it, but kind of coming up with the ideas of how to get there and how it would be how it would work out best for the future. You know what I mean? So I don't want you to feel shameful, embarrassed that just because someone else did it, it's terrible that you weren't able to do it. We shouldn't be comparing ourselves to anyone and because we don't always know, you know, the behind the scenes. We don't always know if they have help and we just don't know or if maybe they don't have help with that part of their life, but they have help with other parts of their life that you're just not aware of. And it's like a vice versa. Like you don't necessarily need help with your job, but you need help with your kids. And maybe they don't need help with their kids, but they need help with their job or vice versa or whatever it is in their life. So again, by not asking for help when you need it, or even just when you want it, you know, when it'll just make your life a little bit easier that day, that week, that month, that year, whatever, uh, you're, you're, you're self-sabotaging yourself. And we need to get out of that habit and understand there's no shame or guilt. And if people are trying to place that upon us, that is really just them projecting their own feelings. Maybe they are jealous or feel like they are unequipped to do the same thing that you're doing. That's on them. That's not you. You know, you just need to like brush that off, which can be super hard, but it's important that you do that because it'll help you become a stronger person and understand that every single person is different and the way that they decide to live their lives is different. And however you best do, best decide to do it for yourself is what is good for you. Okay. I feel like I can like talk about this all day long. So let's move on to the second one. So the second one is putting your needs last. A lot of times we put our needs last because we want to help everyone else first. We want to help them right away in the moment. And we think that they are more important than we are. And a lot of times our self-worth and our belief in our belief in ourselves can be in the toilet. I know mine can be a lot and we think that we need to put everyone else first because uh, that'll make us feel better about ourselves. And don't get me wrong, when you feel crappy about yourself or you're going through a hard time, it can really, really help you to get outside of your own pain and just go help someone and volunteer. However, if you're continuing to do this on a regular and not actually attending to your needs and continuing to put them last and using that as an excuse, I feel like it could be actually used as a negative thing, even though it's such a positive then you're doing it wrong. So putting your needs last is definitely going to, you know, contribute to you self-sabotaging because if if you never attend to those, if you never take care of yourself, you're going to run out of energy, time, um, love, care, all of these things. Your cup, is, your cup is going to run dry and you will no longer be able to help all these people, you know, whether you're doing it as a destruction or if you're genuinely doing it to help them and care for them and 
you want to be there for these people because maybe they don't have anyone else or just that's just your love language or you feel like you're the one that can help them the best. And if you continue to put off taking care of yourself, you will not be the person that can take care of them best because you can't even take care of yourself that you're going to be so deficient in whatever it is you're trying to put out um, because you haven't put anything in. So you have to remember that you need to put your needs first, okay? And it might seem selfish in the moment. Believe me, I get that. I am totally vibing with you there because I struggle with that as well. But again, if you don't, you will have nothing to give because you haven't put anything in. And, you know, even when you get down to the bottom of the barrel and you're scraping, it's like if you have like a, okay, if you don't like mayonnaise, you're not going to like this, but like a jar, maybe it's like a mayonnaise jar, a jelly jar, a mustard jar, a peanut butter jar, um, you know, nacho cheese jar. <laughs> I like nacho cheese a lot. Any of these things, you're scraping the bottom. It's still like that scrape on the side is still going to like cut you a little bit because you're trying to come up with whatever you have left to give to someone else or even to yourself, but it's not enough because you're literally just scraping by. You're just taking the little bit that's left over and it's never enough, but it's like, oh, it's, 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 you're just going to suck it up because you have to wait till you get a new jar. But if you're not putting in the work and time and energy to take care of yourself, there's not going to be a new jar. You're just going to continue to have this empty jar that's there and it can't help anyone. So you understand what I'm talking about. You need to put your needs first because if you don't, you are self-sabotaging by putting them last. Okay. So the third one is not accepting compliments and praise. (laughs) I just laugh because this is something that I feel so awkward about. (laughs) Like, I'm not kidding. People would be like, oh my gosh, you're so smart or you're so pretty or your dress is so pretty or um, you are so helpful or you're really good at that thing that you do or whatever. And I'll just be like, thanks, but I feel super awkward and I'm kind of like, and then I have a really bad habit of being like, oh my gosh, are they just saying that because they're in front of other people and they want to look good? Or are they just saying that because they feel like they have to, because I gave them a compliment first, or are they just saying that because they like, they feel like they have like a quota of compliments they need to give today. And I'm like the only person around or, or whatever. Like I come up with all of these very silly, uh, crazy things in my head of why someone's giving a compliment as opposed to just arriving at the conclusion that they genuinely wanted to give me a compliment. And I understand that in the world, there are things such as backhanded compliments where it's actually, you know, you're saying something nice, but you're also saying something mean and it's more mean than nice. But just in general, with actual genuine, nice compliments and praise, we need to be better at accepting them because if we aren't, we are self-sabotaging because we're continuing to feed that negativity into our self-worth that is like, you know, slowly like fading away, right? And that's how I feel when I am like, super awkward about like, okay, like, uh, you know, and sometimes, um, not that this is your responsibility, but something that I've noticed also is if you're super awkward to like accept compliments or you try to push them off, you're like, oh no, it's not me or it's, or it's this person and that person or whatever, whatever. Um, you know, it can kind of like, you know, make people want to give you them less, give you compliments less because you've made it kind of awkward for them by saying that no, their compliment and praise was wrong and that they shouldn't have given to you when actually that's their choice. So 
I just want you to keep that in mind. That's not necessarily like your problem, but you should also be willing to accept the compliment and praise someone is willing to give you because it's like a gift in itself, right? And um, you don't want to be rude by not accepting the gift. And you also want to understand that they took the time and energy to say it to you. And that is really super special, right? So I think that the more that we are able to accept compliments and praise, the more that we will be able to improve our self-worth and acceptance of who we are and what we're good at, um, especially if we think that we're not good at anything and we are a nobody and we're invisible. Believe me, I understand. I feel like that often. Um, we'll feel better. And we need to also honor the people that are willing to go out of their way to give us those wonderful, beautiful words that they want to say to us that they are hoping will make us feel like a rock star in that moment and continue to feed us to feel better and truly live up to the wonderful potential and amazingness that each and every single one of us are and have inside of us. Okay, so number four. Number four is isolating yourself when you're hurt. You know, I do this a lot and I never really thought about it as self-sabotage like in the past because I thought of it as actually helping a lot of other people, as silly as that sounds, because I didn't want to, you know, be a spoil sport or put a wheel wet blanket on top of everyone else's good times. And I was like, no, I'll just take my sadness over here and lock it in a room for a little bit and then we'll recover and move on. However, you know, if you isolate yourself and don't allow other people to help you, you are self-sabotaging because it be- could become the perfect opportunity for someone to speak life and beautiful things into your life, but you're not if you're not allowing them to do that because you're trying to isolate yourself while you're going through this hard time, whether it's an experience that a lot or little people, a lot or a little bit amount of people know about, um, you're still like hiding yourself away when honestly we should all be operating as we are in like a community or a group of friends and people that we can have around us that will continue to support us when no matter what we're going through. By isolating yourself when you're hurt, you're not allowing people into your life to support you and love you. And you're you're also continuing to live in this cycle of like shame and embarrassment and feeling like you're not able to share your emotions and your feelings and who you truly are and and what how you should actually like act and how it's okay to be vulnerable and share your emotions. And I just want you to know that it is okay to be vulnerable. It's vulnerable. It is okay to be who you are, be hurt, be sad, be happy, be distraught, be angry, um, and whatever it is, ever, whatever else it is that you will be feeling in the moment of being hurt or going through whatever negative experience that you may be going through. So isolating yourself isn't going to help you. It might even take you a lot longer to get through whatever it is you're dealing with. So try to figure out a way to let some people in slowly and over time so that you can have a community that will back you and be behind you. Okay, so number five and the last one that I want to mention is saying yes to everything. Again, this is something that I've talked about a lot in the past, setting boundaries for yourself. By setting boundaries for yourself, you will eliminate the self-sabotage of saying yes to everything. A lot of times we fall into this people-pleasing mentality and personality. I am one of those people where we'll say yes to everything because we want people to like us. We want people to accept us. We don't want people to think that we're weird or that we're not a good sport or that, you know, we're interested in them. And that, and that also 
a lot of times if we say yes to things, we can get in on the right groups and with the right people and afford us like great treasures of in the future with these people if they're super influential or whatever it is. And, you know, sometimes that might be helpful for you if you want to suck it up and say yes because you know you'll get something good in return. But if we're doing this all the time and continuing to beat ourselves down, especially when we don't want to say yes, we're just saying yes because we feel like we have to say yes, that is going to beat you down so much and you're not going to be happy and you're going to end up being bitter and resentful at some point. And that is going to be noticed by the people that you're saying yes to and then they're going to think that, you're a fake, you're a fraud, or that you lied to them about wanting to do it, or that you weren't the person that they thought you were because you let all of this like just build up inside of you and then spew out at some undetermined time because generally that's how it happens when you continue to do something you don't want to do and you're forcing yourself to do it. It just all comes bursting out at once at some point. I am telling you for a shadow without a shadow without, that's a fact. So bye no longer saying yes to everything and no longer engaging in that self-sabotaging behavior, you will be so much happier, feel so much more freedom. And when you do say yes, it'll actually mean something. It'll actually be something you're excited about and not just like another thing on your calendar, another thing on a list of things to do, another, you know, a group of people or people or one person that you have to spend time with that you don't really want to. You know what I mean? Because your time is precious. Every single person's time in the world is precious and we shouldn't spend it doing too many things we don't want to do. Yes, there are going to be some things in our life that we have to do because that's what it's like to be a grown-up. <laughs> but we can limit those for sure. I know we can. Um, despite even what season of life you're in. Because you just, you know, you don't want to just continue to say yes to things that make you super unhappy on purpose. So, okay, you guys, well, hopefully these behaviors will give you something to think about and maybe consider changing in your life once you realize you deserve to be treated better by yourself first and foremost, because if you don't treat yourself right first and stop engaging in these self-sabotaging behaviors, then, you know, how can you expect anyone else to treat you well either because you are modeling how you need to treat yourself and people will just fall in line with that unless they're super amazing people that see that you are being silly with yourself and you need to treat yourself better. So, well, thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast again with me, Sabrina. I'm here for you. Thank you so much for listening, downloading, and sharing the show. You guys are amazing. I super duper appreciate you. Please, again, I encourage you to come find me on Instagram uh, at Sabrina Joy Perozo. Send me a DM. I'd love to hear from you or send me an email to realpositivegirlpodcast at gmail.com and I will get back to you. And I would love to hear from you because you guys are amazing and you just support me so much in this endeavor for me to help people with different mental health topics and to spend my time really giving back and being um, as knowledgeable as I can and really diving into topics that will be super helpful. So have a good one and I will talk to you guys next time. Bye.